welcome back to Razzle Frat. We're here to talk books, coffee, pop culture, and more. I'm Ashton. And I'm Allie. So, how are you? What's been going on in your world? Um, my world has become very, very small and limited to work, mainly. Oh. Um, but I don't really want to talk. We talked a little bit off pot about it. But um, personally, just trying to, like, not get wrapped up into anything, like, serious or stressful. So um, I haven't been, like, running as much in the winter times because I was focusing more on like yoga and actually not trying to run myself no pun intended into the ground but I'm looking forward to with the warmer weather to to run a bit more so I'm, I've geared up I actually did it today I like to make my little training schedules um I don't actually join any races I don't have any friends that want to join races with me so I'm too chicken shit to go by myself <laughs> Um, Megan would do it with you, but Megan she's like is training a for a marathon. Gazelle. Yeah. She's a gazelle. I <laughs> that's true. She's really tall. I and she's like actually runs every day. Like she's, I can. I got to a point where I was running three to four times a week. I was doing really well. I was really disciplined. Um, but I think just the way my work schedule is right now, I also have so many different interests when it comes to workouts and like exercise, like. I love Pilates and yoga, which are low impact, but I also really enjoy kickboxing and spin, which are like high intensity and like very cardio heavy. And then I enjoy running, but like that's serious endurance, which is hard for my body type. So it's like all of those things. And then on top of that weight training, I do love to be strong. So it's like, I try to fit all that into a training schedule of like five to six days a week. And I'm like, I'm going to go crazy if I try to do everything at once. So I really try to space it out. And also, I told you this already, but I design my weeks now based on my cycle. So what mm. phase I'm in for my hormones is what um, determines the level of intensity or the type of workout that I do. That has been helping me a lot, I think, kind of just like mellow out and make sure that I'm working properly, you know, like a clock or something, you know, gears gears turning and all that jazz but yeah i want to try to train for it just like a 5k which is 3.1 miles which i average about three miles per run that's usually like my like if i'm just going on a jog type Mm -hmm. thing it's usually about three miles worth so it's gonna be too much of a stretch to do but yeah what are you up to um, I mean, I've been getting out more too with the nice weather. It's been like in the fifties and sixties, some days like sunny here in New York. Um, it's definitely feeling like spring. So I've been going on longer walks at lunch and we have more daylight now. So sometimes I've been, even been doing like a lunch walk and then an evening walk. Um, so I've been doing, I've been more disciplined about audiobooks on my walk. So I've like been picking, I love to read nonfiction like audiobooks while I'm walking. Um, because I hate reading nonfiction like physical books. And like with an audiobook, like I can still get the gist without like hanging on every word. You know what I mean? Whereas like I feel like when I'm reading, if I try to do that, like my eyes glaze over. So I've been reading some good nonfiction on my walks and like trying to get like a chapter or a section in for like each walk. So that's been nice. Um, and uh, work's actually been slower for me, which is weird. Um, knock on wood. And so I've been able to do more like crafty stuff. Um, I did like my little embroidery beginners st- 
stitching kit. Um, so that's been fun and more knitting. I'm almost done with this godforsaken blanket that's taken me like months and months and months. Um, so yeah, and I also started um, Succession and I'm obsessed with it. So I've been like binge watching it every night. Have you seen it? No, but I've been referred to watch it and um isn't it on its last season too like it's yeah the last season season? the last season just started which is what made me want to like binge watch it all because they only release one episode a week so i feel like i can get the first three seasons in before the like final episode yeah i did that with game of thrones (laughs) nice before their last season did you Um, ever watch um house of cards no i i've been told to watch that too i don't watch a lot of like political or like tycoon type shows unless it's like historical like peaky blinders so well yes they're gangsters but they're political (laughs) um they're tycoons (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i just uh i've always been told and like that high intensity i will watch all that stuff i just like go to watch that and then i just don't i don't know what it is um that just like doesn't let me pull the trigger but I mean I'm also a a very comfort show type person like I'll rewatch the same stuff over and over again like to the point where it's like it's stupid that I'm watching this but I mean it is what it is but before I talk about that I wanted to ask you what do you read or listen to for nonfiction? like what kind of nonfiction? I hate nonfiction, so I never read it or even um, listen to it. Uh, so I hate a lot of non like I I I think I've said before I don't like memoirs or biographies and I don't like um like historical nonfiction really. I feel oh, like okay. Well those are the three that I do read. I just don't consider them nonfiction. <laughs> I I I would consider those I mean they are but like I mean they're yeah. technically nonfiction <laughs> they're yeah. historical. Um but I I'm so thinking I, like self-help type things, right? No. So I don't really do self-help, but I do like um like cultural like 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 so for example like I just finished a book called The Dark Net which is all about like creepy and dark corners of the internet and like how you can like like these communities online so every chapter was dedicated to something different so it was like the underground like illegal like porn community one of them was like um like um uh, like how people get radicalized online in like the deep corners of the web and one of them was about trolls so i don't know i just thought that that was really interesting um and so something like that or i'm reading right now um a book called cultish and um are you trying to tell me something right now no why I'm reading about the dark net and cults okay not it's it's coincidence are you running um, for congress and trying to <laughs> no, but this book is really interesting it's and i think you would like it because you've read a lot about the manson family yeah yes <laughs> it's about like you but yes, it's, i it's, have it's calling you out i love that um, but so it's about the language of cults like so it's written by a linguist and so as an english major i'm like so fascinated by like how language shapes the reality of these cults so it it goes into like cults like 
formal cults like the man said cult or jonestown but then it also moves into like scientology mlms um like soul cycle as a cult or like crossfit like like things like that where it's like they're not really cults but um they have like yeah they're cultish or like a cult classic beauty brand right like glossier like so i don't know i just think like that's really interesting so i don't read a ton of nonfiction, but lately um i've been kind of reaching for just like i'll just search on the library app for like whatever is available on audiobook now and just like scroll till i find something interesting mm-hmm. is cultish are you is the book you're reading called cultish yes is it is it the one with like the psychedelic cover yeah okay that's on my list to read i didn't realize it was it was nonfiction, mm-hmm. which i sometimes do no no i uh fully agree with the soul cycle <laughs> yeah it's i went crazy. to soul cycle a lot actually (laughs) i kind of miss it a little bit i just don't have time in my schedule that's a lie i do have time in my schedule it's just the energy to get to the nearest one takes me a minute and like that's me i'm one of those people that if i can't walk to the exercise place i'm less inclined to go um because if it's like a 30 minute walk that's a nice little warm-up but i live further from everything now so it's you know it's not like i'm gonna you know drop it completely but it is kind of cultish because when you like come in wait did i make you take a class with me once we thought about it and then i couldn't make it for some reason okay but i do want to try it i've tried to like i've slowly taken one of each of my friends to a class and none of them have ever come back like they've done one (laughs) class with me and they're like that was fun and then they never come back with me and I'm like I can't convert anyone but um anyways you walk in it's like it's they have these like candles and it's dark and it's lit Mm -hmm. and they have like special music per like instructor and mm-hmm. it smells like grapefruit that's like a major thing like the scent of grapefruit is like a trigger and i then, did not know that yeah 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 but um and it's definitely like a vibe you know when you're in there and like everybody's supposed to be in sync and blah 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 and like of course i'm going at like random times so i'm not going with like the diehards and also i feel like especially since 2020 like i've been going since 2018 mm-hmm. um and it was a bit more culty then but with 2020 a lot of people fell off because of the peloton craze and doing stuff at home and work it's at workouts at home which if i had the room and the money i would get a a bike at home but um just because like convenience and i like to do my stuff at home but yeah no that's i guess those are those are good versions i didn't know if like you're reading nonfiction and like wellness books or something like that because I've thought about picking up stuff about like not healthy habits because like I I just don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I feel like I get overwhelmed with that kind of content on TikTok but like I know I know especially like one of the popular names is Dr. Mark Hyman and he Mm -hmm. publishes books all the time about like your gut and eating healthy and maintaining youth or whatever but um He's I was kind just, of a wacko. Uh, yeah, I mean, only be, I only know that because I read a lot of wellness and self-help for work because I like publicize mm-hmm. wellness nonfiction. So I feel like I get my share of that there. Um, but yeah, he um, and like, like a lot of people like. But no, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say like he just like is like very intense and like kind of dabbles in the like biohacking like. Mm. community which is like not like outright like wrong it's just like yeah he he's tending toward like the crazier spectrum of like the bro-ish biohacking 
I'm going to live forever or like do this one thing and like you'll be transformed kind of thing. But um, he's definitely like a big figure. Yeah. I mean that to be fair, like when I learned about him, it was through a wellness podcast that I listened to that I'm not going to like talk about too much because this isn't about them, but like they're obsessed with him and they're, they're younger than us. And um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth reading. I think um, he's everywhere. I was just curious because like you do read a lot of nonfiction for work and I didn't know if what you're reading outside of work is for work or just because you're inspired by it or whatever. But um, I feel like I feel like I read my memoirs. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I read fun nonfiction outside of work or it's like fun for me versus like the ones that I read for work are like self-helpy like mm-hmm. And, and I don't like self-help, like power to you if you do, but I just like find it so mind numbing. And like, I don't know. I just think they all say the same thing, um, even though yeah. it's my job to make them all seem unique and new and, you know, different than, you know, whatever, but they're all yeah. the same. I mean, I get it. Um, although I don't know how fun the dark net is. <laughs> let's call it, let's call I, it interesting. I was gonna say, I read about the Manson family, so I can't talk, um, but anyways, um, speaking of things in pop culture and all that jazz, I wanted to ask you a couple of things because I haven't been able to catch up with you as much. Um, if you've noticed some of the stuff in like happening that like, especially in the music scene, did you hear Florence Pugh's like songs that came out? No, I am so uncool about music. I don't listen to like anything new. <laughs> So, so okay, well, so some backstory is that she was in the um the movie God, what is it? It's like um a, a good person. Mm-hmm. And it's uh it was directed or whatever, written by Zach Braff, who was her ex. And during, I saw something about this, yes. Yeah, and they they made it over the pandemic and she sings in it. And I I have no idea what the movie's about. I think it's like somewhat about grief. Mm-hmm. Um and the it like the when you look on Spotify the album or whatever is called Allison songs, That's and perfect. I'm guessing I'm guessing it's like it's either her name or who she's singing about, mm-hmm. and it's only two songs. It's called the um the best part, and then I hate myself. Oh my gosh, I love it. Like, it's so it's like just sad girl music, and I'm just like I didn't know I needed this. <laughs> like I, we I, talked about Florence Pugh last episode yeah i love her i didn't know she could sing god she just does everything it's not fair honestly she's just without even trying she's so fashionable and beautiful and talented like if i didn't love her so much i'd fucking hate her (laughs) what's so cool about this movie is i was seeing an interview with her and she she cut her own hair (laughs) Mm. like i usually in those movies where they think the person cuts their hair it's like a wig or something she's like nope i'm gonna cut my own hair you guys figure it out they're like uh, I love that. But, Very method. Um, yeah, I mean, she's cool. Um, I would like to be your friend. But uh, in other music things, I don't know if you listen to her, Lana Del Rey. Um, I do like Lana Del Rey, but I'm not like a, a like a hardcore fan, so I didn't even know she had new music out. <laughs> I know. I told you, I'm like under a rock when it comes to music. Truly. Right. Well, afterwards, you need to go listen to her album. It's long, but it's good. It's it's um, I will. called. Did you know that there's a tunnel on Ocean Boulevard? <laughs> That's a long title. <laughs> well, it's one of her songs, too. It's good. It's like. It's kind of dreamy, like mm-hmm. hazy. 
this i feel like all album. of her, all of her songs that i really like are like that mm-hmm. um it's not yeah exactly like honestly i know this is gonna date me because not it's not that dreamy but like one of my favorite albums from start to finish with with her was um was it love or something like that the mm-hmm. and then i also like um what is it called ride yeah like her older stuff but um it's it might have just been because i was listening to it like at that time when i'm more impressionable like high school college era so okay i promise i will listen to it (laughs) you don't have to um you don't have to like listen to every little thing i'm very like music also labor by paris paloma Mm -hmm. fucking banger i've had that on repeat like all week have you listened to anything by them nope (laughs) i just saw this on tiktok (laughs) check out their music that's like the place i I will i will that's like the place where i find music is tiktok like tiktok i know i'm so bad but um that song is like oh it's good chef's kiss it's good um i mean as long as you're finding music that and not just like being in the dark or whatever doesn't matter how you find it Um, Well, I feel like I'm kind of the way with music that, like, I'm also this way just, like, generally as a person, but, like, I'll just listen to the same songs over and over. Like, I'll just watch the same TV shows. So either my sister or you or TikTok will introduce me to new music, and that's about it. Otherwise, I'm, like, listening to, like, the same music I've had, like on my phone since like seventh grade like i just like don't go looking for new stuff i mean it's fine like don't go chasing waterfalls babe like just like (laughs) all right my dad at one point refused to listen to anything um that was made after 1989 oh my god he's he's better now he's better now but like when i was a kid like you didn't hear anything from this century and you did not like hear anything that wasn't like classic rock so and and my dad like didn't like he refuses to call anything country music that was like made after like 1995 he's like modern country is not country like so he only listened to like old country growing up what what old country where they don't respect their women or what is the old (laughs) what's the difference it's just like like i don't know like taylor swift country like her album is like country but he wouldn't really consider like even like debut or like he would not consider that like country like he needs like like hank williams yeah like pop anything pop country he's like no what about Um, does he think my track what about that song do you think my tractor sexy oh my god he fucking hates it <laughs> he hates it so much it's like he's like absolutely not <laughs> when i was in college um even though i went to school in philly of course philly's in pennsylvania so there's a lot of pennsylvanians and a lot of them yeah. are surprisingly country that's very yeah it's like state. a very it's very rural state outside of like philadelphia and yeah Pittsburgh. and so like i would go to like house parties including my own house party and without a doubt someone would always put that song on and i would just cringe i'm like why do we need that like we would go from like gasolina to do you think my trash is like there was no transition it was jarring all the time and they would just go ape shit for it and i'm like this is not the vibe right now this is not how i want to live (laughs) it's not the vibe stop (laughs) but i mean honestly though I don't even know what my personality is anymore because the algorithm has now introduced me to um, 
Jasper Talk. Oh my God. Which, yes. I'm on Jasper Talk too. Did I send you it? Is that how you got it? Yes. It? Okay. Well, I'd seen it a little bit before, but then yeah, you sent me one and that like really like sped I it up. Yeah. I didn't mean like, I was like, I guess I don't know how I, I found it. It's just like, I ended up seeing it and then now it's everywhere. It's all over my oh. pages and it's like a very, very niche yeah thing like I like want to refer to it but I can't because no one knows what the hell I'm talking yeah. about um and I'm not gonna like do it on on air <laughs> I just like you just have to like see for yourself what the hell this world is but the fact that I'll get like my algorithm is literally just like that then I'll get like workouts like mm-hmm. on what to do for workouts sometimes I'll get like um like people cooking, I think mm-hmm. a lot. And then I'll get like ugh, random stuff. I don't get, even like know. fanfic talk. I'm on Dramini Talk. Thank you very much. That was um, you. So you kept talking about it. I kept it hush hush for months. The minute I, I introduced know. it to you, you're like, let me announce it to the world, all of the <laughs> listeners everywhere. I, I show everybody on the subway. <laughs> Now I cannot watch the movies without being like, they belong together. I know, Um, but like even watching the movies, her and Ron had no chemistry. Oh, they had zero chemistry. Like her and Rupert, no. No, no chemistry with fucking Snape. Like, yeah, they had no chemistry at all. And some of these edits that are made by like 14 year olds and they get all over fanfic. I live for them. Me too. And like the Dermione edits, like they look, they make them look so real. And also, have you heard? The ones with the AI generated voices? No. It I makes don't want it to sound I don't just want like Emma oh, wait, Watson maybe I have. and Tom Felton because like AI can like you know simulate their voices. So they'll like read fanfic passages in their voices and it sounds like they're actually it's I amazing. The, like, the reading of it. I I honestly maybe I'm just dumb and didn't know. I thought it was just like someone doing it. I guess it's AI. Well, it's it's AI. Yeah. So they like take like I don't know thousands of hours or whatever of Emma talking and like mimic her voice, which is creepy on one level. On the other level, though, mm. it does up the fanfic. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna remember when we have the iRobot revolution, um, <laughs> that you were okay with this happening so that you could hear what it would be like if Tremaine actually happened you could I'm okay with that you know listen (laughs) I'm okay with that (laughs) you can you can go out of this world knowing that you lived yeah (laughs) okay uh, I'm into it it's good it's good standards um (laughs) do you want to uh talk about what other books you've been reading um other than Germione or actually if you want to talk about that I don't know it's, I didn't look at your list too closely but we can go into oh, that no, um no we don't have to um but I have been so I bought myself a book the other day I hadn't bought myself a book in a long time I'm just like I guess I, I've spent so much money over the course of my life on books that I never read so I was trying to read books that I had and then of course I didn't read for a long time um so I finally went to the Strand on the Upper West Side and Hut store is so I love that store it's like it's so much better than the Strand at Union Square have you been to it 
No, I've only been to the one at Union Square. Next time you come up this way, you'll have to go to it. It's so much nicer, I think. Um, anyway, not important. I bought um, an anthology of horror essays um, called Other Terrors. And it's um, all about like how the other um, is what is so terrifying to so many people. Um, and it's like a diverse anthology written mostly by um, people of color. And um, also like queer people and people with disabilities, like it's like a very inclusive anthology. So I really like it so far, or I like the first two stories pretty well. And then it kind of was like, meh, but um, I picked it up because um, one of the authors of one of the short stories is Stephen Graham Jones, who did, um, oh my God, what is it? No all the oh my god i'm gonna have to like look up the title but um it was a book about it was a horror book uh written by an indigenous author Mm -hmm. yeah let's see sorry i've got to find the name of this book the only good indians so the only good indians which was so good and you know i love a horror book so i saw his name and the titles and the cover was really cool so i put I picked that up. So that's, I'm reading that. And then I also started reading A Court of Thorns and Roses and I'm devouring that. Like I've been reading like a lot of it at night. Like I will like my timer for 30 minutes will go off. I'll be like, no, like one more chapter. Um, So I'm into it. I love like a Beauty and the Beast retelling. I mean, I know it's not purely that, but um, I love that that's kind of how it starts. So yeah, I'm thrilled that you like it because that is out of the series like one of the least favorite I don't know if I have a favorite I might I might have a favorite but um they just get in my opinion better do they get longer yes (laughs) like hella longer but you're breezing I love that though yeah you're breathing breezing through this one they're easy reads in my opinion Uh, I mean, the first one you're reading was written YA. That's probably why Mm -hmm. it's easier. Um, But I think I read the next four, which are like 500, 600 pages. Like I read 2000 pages worth of books in four days. So I thought it was a trilogy. Is it not a trilogy? No. So there are three main books um then there's like a novella that was like a it's like there's one two three point five and then four and then there's rumor to be a fifth and the sixth in the making oh okay so right now it's a sort of trilogy with a novella it's not a don't think of it like that okay it's the first three books of a series think of it as a series because it's not really like because it's also the the um the POV changes mm. in the fourth book. It's no longer Feyre. So um, I don't want to like really kind of... I, I like the fact that I technically went in blind. Like I... Yeah. And when I say technically, do I know the love story shit? A little because I, I'm not like... I'm not a Luddite. I have like access yeah. to the internet and... Book talk, yeah, and yeah. it's all over book talk. Did I understand what the fuck book talk was talking about? No, because I hadn't gotten there yet. And then 
am I as feral as them? No. Um, it also could be because I'm a little older. I don't know. But then again, yeah. I know like 30 year old women are reading this with their husbands. So like, yeah, <laughs> I, you I know, yeah. So it's, it's just like, take it as it is. I, that's why I'm trying not to give you any other than it's a really fun escapism read Yeah, from, from one person to another who reads somewhat serious books. We sometimes pride ourselves on reading very good literature. We look at good writing as well as good stories. And we look at all those plot yeah. devices and, and we analyze a lot what we read. So it's good to have an escapism type yeah. read. Um, no, I really like it. And I, kind of just picked it up because of peer pressure from like everybody on the internet reading it. And then you told me how good it was and I trust your opinion. So I was like, okay, but I didn't really expect to like it that much, but I really do because outside of like my typical, like the fantasy I grew up with, like Hunger Games, Twilight, uh, technically like Harry Potter, like I don't really like fantasy books so much because there's so much world building and it's so dense, but I really like the way she does it because I feel like it's not a slog. I feel like she just kind of like peppers things in and I don't feel like I had to read all about the world building to get to the good part, you know? Right. Um, I think it also helps that it's not too like caught up in in technicalities yeah like you know what i mean like it's got like like the clothing that she wears like i think one point i don't know one of the books she like wears like leggings yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's like you know whatever so oh, it, it, i was going to ask i mean this is just about like reading generally but like with books like this specifically where i know i'm gonna have to like imagine like i'm gonna have to see a picture in my head of like a bunch of like two characters interacting do you see like detailed characters in your mind like do you create them in your mind or I just kind of really see like figures with like like general features but then I feel like in a in a love story or something like this I feel like I have to like imagine like an actor or like find a picture to does that make sense like I I feel like generally I don't really think about these things, but I feel like when I know that there's going to be a major love story, I feel like I need to have a clear sense in my head of what they look like. And that's hard for me. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can actually say what I envision. Yeah. Cause like there are, I, I think I'm different every time. It depends on the book. Yeah. Cause it's like, there are times where I just envision the figures Mm-hmm. there are times where I can picture the person mm-hmm. and then there are times I know this is weird where it's like I feel like and it's not in a first person point of view but I can feel like I'm that person mm-hmm. doing those things yeah so it's like I don't know I know when I first read this I didn't think much of her character like mm-hmm. her her physical description mm-hmm. um and i just kind of like it was very like generic because the way they described mm. her was generic yeah but if you go on and look at all the fan art mm-hmm. that's a good idea that that was like afterwards like i saw the fan art afterwards i like looked it all up to see how mm-hmm. other people envisioned it and the same thing with tamlin like the mm-hmm. dude um because he was also wearing a mask yeah I think one that really helped me visualize him fully Mm -hmm. was Lucian Lucian yeah the friend because he had such a like serious description Mm -hmm. and it's funny there are videos where it's like 
what I thought he looked like and then what everybody yeah. in the fan art and it's like mad eye moody <laughs> no yeah I know like I keep forgetting that he's got like one bad eye and then mm-hmm. she'll say something about it I'm like oh that's right um but like I don't know like my mind just like automatically tries to sort characters I know into these are like I don't know I feel like I didn't know if it was just me that like generally I don't really think about like exactly what they look like but like even when I was reading like the Germione fanfic like I was like I know what they look like but it felt weird to like imagine the movie characters I don't imagine so I don't know why I do I don't know why my mind does that yeah well I mean like because it's associated with that like like the book I'm reading right now one of the girls is like she's blonde and like gap-toothed and like thin they and the other one has like they have very specific descriptions Mm -hmm. so i can picture them i don't picture them as an actor yeah i just picture them as is same thing when it comes to um landscapes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that when they're world especially in these kind of books when they're world world building a lot of times what i'll do is I'll read a page of like a, or like a paragraph of description Mm -hmm. and then I'll go back and read it again, but I'll read it a little bit slower Mm -hmm. and I'll, and I'll literally build it in my head and I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. so like, and I'll take the time to really think, Oh, this is what this looks like. This is Mm -hmm. what this hillside looks like. And this is what it looks like when it says sometimes when there's (laughs) an action scene, Mm -hmm. I will like go, I will be like, okay, how does this work the way they're describing it so it goes like this Mm -hmm. this and this twists and this turns and this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i will literally work it through in my head so that'll be times when i'm not just flying by by the seat of my pants with reading when yeah especially in these kind of books when i know it's supposed to be like a beautiful imagery or very specific i'll go back and i will literally piece it together in my head based on description and i think that a lot for me is because i like writing and i like yeah. imagination so a lot of times i can close my eyes and i can picture different things and i can picture different scenarios and i can design it in my head mm-hmm. so i just do the same thing with reading i just take i take it like um cues like acting mm-hmm. cues almost interesting and, i don't know yeah i don't know if I that's mean, weird not to, <laughs> no i mean not to totally derail us but i just like i just was curious i just thought it was interesting because like i'll do with places like i will like think of in my head like places that like are obviously not real they're not places i've been before but with the people i always try to base them on like like my mind always wants to base them on people like images of people i've seen before it's just weird how the mind works with reading <laughs> yeah Anyway, what have you been reading lately? (laughs) Um, And you're not derailing us. We were talking about books. That's what this podcast is about. Um, And are you drinking coffee? I'm drinking coffee. I never drink Um, coffee. I'm drinking water. (laughs) I was drinking coffee until like two o'clock this afternoon. (laughs) Yeah. Mine's from this morning. I just got distracted um, while I was working and didn't finish it all. I sip it throughout the day sometimes. Me too. Um, What am I reading? Well... On the topic of, you know, YA trilogies and everything, I've been recommended all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this story sounds cute. I'm not a big YA person. You know this. Um, I'm not I don't have anything against adult reading YA. Um, I definitely do not read YA fantasy, like not fantasy, YA romance, Mm -hmm. because it kind of just gives me the ick. 
but um I started the inheritance games by it's by Jennifer Lynn Barney Barnes oof can't read my own handwriting um so it basically is about this chick who is essentially an orphan and lives with like her half sister gets like some dude he's like comes to her school and he's like bt dubs this old guy died and you're in the will you have to come down or else no one can read it like everybody has to be present so she's like i don't know who the fuck this is and so of course she's like curious so she goes and it's like they go to texas and um she looks him up on the way he's like a billionaire tycoon and he has four grandsons because one of the moms is uh has a kid with a new dude every time and they're all like ranging from like 25 to 17 or 16 or something like that Mm -hmm. they're all like sexy motherfuckers and she's just (laughs) like oh my god i'm in this mansion with this will and these four hot gentlemen i hate my (laughs) life and so (laughs) they read the will and like drum roll everything's fucking left mm-hmm. to her and it was like who the fuck are you and she's like i don't know either <laughs> who is he what is this and she everybody's like you know you're gonna like get death threats and shit so like she basically has to like stay there for a year in order to get the money and um you know she has to live in the house it's required and guess who also lives in the house the whole family so oh what was her she has to live with four hot guys <laughs> so mm-hmm. when i read that description I was like, ooh, it's gonna be sexy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, I started it and it was like, she was like 16, 17. I was like, okay, so it's gonna be like, like a little spice, like baby spice. Mm-hmm. It's not posh spice. <laughs> so I go through the whole book and they like kiss and make out like once or twice. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so then I'm like, maybe when she turns 18, you know, it gets mm-hmm. a little posh spicy or even I'll go with ginger spice. I'll do something. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I, so I read the whole book and it was a good mystery. This this is like a trilogy, I think. Although I think a fourth one is coming out. And then hmm. I go through the second one in a day. I literally just like breeze right through it. Still no spice. And I was like, ah. And then you know me. I read two out of the fucking three. So I'm like, damn it. Gotta read the third one. No. So, DNF. But I want to know everything, so you know me. And then I you could um, Google that. I could, <laughs> but you know me. I already, I know. I already reserved it from the library, so it's a done deal. But I see. And then I'm currently reading "The Things We Do to Our Friends" by Heather Darwent. Um, I pulled the book so I can read the. So it's the description um so basically this chick named claire she or she's an outsider desperate to belong but the cost of entry might be her darkest secret in this intoxicating debut of literary suspense about a clique of dangerously ambitious students doesn't it sound like something i would fucking read yeah it sounds really good it's really good. It's set in Scotland, so I like that. Ooh, there, it's like a campus. great score. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I hate you. I um, <laughs> um, so it's up my alley with the dark academia, the mentally disturbed people, and you know, um, just females raging. That's my I vibe. That. So that's what I'm reading. I did finish the Bell Hooks thing. 
I did want to DNF that though. It's not, it's nonfiction about self-love, which no hate, <laughs> but no I hate. did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, and there's nothing to do with her writing or anything like that. It was like, no. it was just the material was not what I was expecting when I yeah. opened it up. So it was not what I wanted to read. And I just found myself like nodding off a lot. Yeah. It was very hard to get through because it's just something that I normally wouldn't pick up. Like I didn't want to yeah. have to read about these different versions of love. Um, again, I'm not a good nonfiction person, so no. I don't. And you're not a good DNFer. No, I'm not. I'm committed. <laughs> I am loyal. Not me. I think the only book I ever, I think I told you this, the only book I ever didn't finish, did not finish was um, Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> why why didn't i finish it or why did i pick it up why didn't you finish it (laughs) i don't even remember it was in college and i just remember i was like i was like where are the lily putins and then i just like it was just it was just so much i probably could get through it now it was just so boring i think i was just like uh even i can't do this but anyways um i don't know if you want to move on to our little fun thing for our um episode couldn't find the word but uh we're doing in honor of what you came up with months ago which i enjoyed so much i want to do it again um the fmk fuck mary kill (laughs) book edition which just meant for me i didn't describe it i'm so sorry bookish i just i just yeah i didn't do like book titles i did like things in the book world oh thank you okay good okay okay i just realized i put book edition and that was like a note that only i would get like to write like make it book like because i think last time we did like authors and yeah yeah no mine mine's not even yeah mine's book centric whereas like everything is related to a book and although we not so i will let you go first because i've been rambling okay um all right so i have three so let's say the first one okay fuck mary kill beach reading like mountain lodge like by a fire cozy reading or like train or airplane reading those are the three okay kill train airplane because if the even though i can do it there are times where it's painful Mm, like motion sickness (laughs) physically like um if you're in a a middle seat i i remember trying to read in a middle seat on a like a a flight from london Mm. it was it was just like eight eight hours or something that's um which i was like i'm gonna get so much reading in i was so uncomfortable so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um ironic that you said the lodge thing because i actually just booked a trip for a long weekend in a cabin in the catskills um that sounds fun mm -hmm. marry and kill um no i did kill marry and fuck (laughs) i think i would i think i would fuck beach reading Mm, interesting (laughs) because i love beach reading but there are times where I don't enjoy being on a beach fully. Mm. Like I can sit on a beach for eight hours and read, but then I will want to go inside. I will want yeah. to like curl up in a sweater or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that likes to be hot. 
And if I'm yeah. hot, then I'm uncomfortable. And if I'm uncomfortable, I can't read. And also yeah. with beach reading, you can do one of two things. If you don't have a chair, you have to lie on your stomach to read. Yeah. Which is comfortable. I like to do that. But like keeping your neck up the whole yeah. time, that can hurt. And if you're in a chair, you get an awkward tan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, or, I know that. Yeah. Or sunburn, you know. Yeah. Um, And then marry the lodge because buy a fireplace and also you can kind of be inside and cozy um and there's no bugs (laughs) all great reasons yeah i would also kill plane and train and but i would swap and i would marry beach reading and fuck mountain lodge reading yeah well beach is i think more more your vibe anyway yeah good to know anyway Mm -hmm. okay what is your first one? Uh, so it's nothing like yours. So I'm really glad ours are so different. <laughs> All right. So would you like to fuck, Mary kill? And there's a theme. Damon Salvatore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, your noise. Um, Salem's Lot. The book. <laughs> I see the theme. <laughs> Twilight. Is it Edward Cullen? Oh, no, it's okay. Twilight. It's Twilight. Okay, it could so be the movie or the book. Why didn't you say like the Vampire Diaries? Because I wanted to be specific. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh my god. Um. And I also know that you're a Jacob girl, so I was like, that. Won't I work. was. I'm not anymore. Okay. Well, it wouldn't work for this um, one if I chose that. Okay. Um. Mary Damon Salvatore, obviously. Um, kill Salem's Lot and fuck Twilight. Because Salem's Lot is like, there's not as much heat in like, rom- like it's like romance is secondary to the plot. Okay. Um, so, so you're doing for like sexy vampires, not just like the vampire story or the vampire character. Hmm. Well, I mean, the thing about Salem's Lot is like the vampire is not really a character. I mean, he is, but it's like he's not fleshed out because he's just like the villain and they just mm-hmm. go to kill him. It's like Dracula kind of like it's not like you don't really get to like see into like also like the few glimpses we do get of them. They're like pure evil. There's like no like there's more to them. So I yeah, they're kill Salem's so- Lot. They are soulless, yeah. So, we, and you mean fuck like good fuck or bad fuck for Twilight? <laughs> because, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you mean, mean like, am I, I hate? Am yeah, I like fucking like, Twilight? Fuck out. <laughs> um, I don't know. Those books, honestly, they hold such a special place in my heart. I don't think I'm hate fucking them. I think, like, it's like the good. I think it's good. <laughs> hate fucking. I meant, like, fuck them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I said through them. Hate fucking, not- and you said yes. <laughs> I said good or bad. I just. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing this weekend. Hate <laughs> oh my god. Um, it's like that episode of Parks and Rec where they're like trying to ban Twilight from being in the time capsule. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that was All a good right. one. Also, side note, I so I just watched the episode where Elena and Damon Delena finally get together and they On use the no, in the like Damon self in their house, like they're dancing in like Damon's living room. Okay, 
anyway then the next episode when they wake up they play and this is no coincidence i'm sure the song from twilight like the ha 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 you know mm-hmm. eyes on fire they play that song i'm like interesting so it's interesting, interesting. i haven't watched oh. in a while i thought i know there's like a scene where it's like it's a florence and the machine song and that like, is when they first out. kiss yeah oh yeah, you mean get together, get together. i mean i mean yeah i mean like get it all yeah oh wait um, okay yeah so that so but now I, she's I like now, that like, scene too she's yes now, okay yeah I'm with you in the timeline now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But um, I put that down for uh, succession. So I'll pick it back up. TBD. <laughs> okay. I know so you're next one. You. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, your next one. Fuck, Mary kill. McNally Jackson. The Strand. And Greenlight Bookstore. Okay. So these three bookstores. <sighs> That's hard because there's a couple. Hmm. Hmm. I. All right. This is a personality thing. This is nothing okay. to do with the. Businesses. I'm not going to come for you. No, I know. Um. Anybody that's listening. Um. I would kill. I always kill first. <laughs> Got to get it out of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh. The strand. I know that sounds no. terrible, but it's become so touristy. It doesn't feel as much as I love the Roy Gilmore quote on the side of the building in the Union Square one. I I can't. It it's like it feels too touristy and also somewhat like a um what is it called? Like a school store. Cause it's yeah. right where all the students are. Yeah. I just like, I couldn't find anything in there that I wanted. And just it's like, it's always it, so crowded. It didn't. Yeah. And I, I went on a day when it wasn't crowded. Just not my vibe. Yeah. Um, I would fuck McNally Jackson because all their locations are pretty cool and unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and bonus is that, uh, Patty Smith likes to go there and sign her books at random times. So that's Ooh. something that I enjoy. Um, and then Mary Greenlight, purely because uh, it was my first like New York, Brooklyn bookstore that was local to me because it was literally down the street from my old apartment. And I used to go there when I just felt lonely and just mm-hmm. wanted to walk around a bookstore. And it just mm-hmm. felt so neighborhoody. And um, yeah. Actually, I think they just announced they're closing the Flatbush location. So there really is only going to be that one store. So it really will be a neighborhood store. Um, And I just uh, will always have my heart. So I'll marry it. Yeah, (laughs) that's how I am with um, Three Lives and Company in the West Village. I love that one so much. Um, So I feel you. That one's cute. I remember you took me to that. Okay. Hmm. What's your last one? All right. So the current for oh sorry, fuck Mary Kill. Um, the current books for the Harry Potter series. Germany mm-hmm. fan fiction. <laughs> okay. In the Cursed Child play. Hmm. Mm, okay. Um. Kill the play because I've never seen it and I don't really care to. I thought you saw um, it. 
Mm-mm. Never I seen think it. they're making a movie or something about it. I'll like I'll watch it, but I'm not like never seen so no attachment. Kill the play. <laughs> um, cold hearted. No, that little not bad knife um, to the throat. I mean, I'm gonna have to marry the series and fuck Dramini fan fiction. That makes sense. I mean, I know it's it's kind of the expected way to go, but I just I love the book so much. I mean, other than the fact that like she passed up the opportunity for this great enemies to lovers. Um, now I'm like so I mean, resentful. <laughs> I mean, she's really not sound of mind, so that's true. I mean, we kind of hate her anyway, so yeah, um, she's just like trash but um she's trash so i do like that like dramini fanfic is like all like obviously like not related to jk rowling so they're so sorry my cat just like popped up on the back of my chair (laughs) if you hear me (laughs) if you hear that in the recording um i so yeah so marry the series and fuck dramini fanfiction Okay, I I guess I, I thought you had seen the play. Sorry. No, that's okay. I feel like even if I had seen the play, my answer would be probably. I don't know. Some people same. are like, I'm blown away by the play, and the, the experience and the wizardry of Broadway. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I had a good time. Maybe. But I, you know, some people are really into it. Who knows? Um, good choices. Sorry, that was a softball. Oh, that's right. Okay. So your last one. Fuck Mary Kill. It's so weird that like we just you just asked me this because okay. Hogwarts Library, Beauty and the Beast Library, the Rivendell Library. You're a bitch. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? I saved the best for last. Mm. <sighs> All right. this is is a hard one i know i know i I don't even know how i would answer it i think i would marry the beauty and the beast library Hmm. because a it's in france Hmm. in a castle Hmm. and b it would have like i just love the lighting and everything like it would yeah. just be so lovely day or night. Yeah. Um oh, this is tough. I guess I would do fuck <laughs> Hogwarts library. Yeah. Because it'd be cool, but it's like a it's like I don't want to be at a school all the time yeah um but i would like my books to put themselves away that is cool um and then i would have to kill sadly rivendell but i feel like rivendell would kill itself because it's in the <laughs> wilderness and yeah. nature would prevail against the scrolls which would also be a bitch to read off <laughs> Fair enough. And I feel like it's like very like stone, like it wouldn't be cozy. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. like it's like very cold and dark. So fair yeah, enough. I feel like they also wouldn't have ender plumbing. And if I'm there for hours, I would That's true. That's true. Probably would, like no espresso. I would need some, <laughs> some amenities. 
in yeah. these libraries. Oh my gosh. If I'm going to okay. live there or is there like a lot of time there? Is there central heating? <laughs> um, can I get a neck cushion? Anyway. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. I liked it. All right. Thank this you. one's not related to that, but. Oh, I'm out. So I know, but okay. My next one is my last one is um. Okay. We were just talking about this stuff too, so it's good. It's all related. All right, ready? Fuck my kill. Mm-hmm. DNF. Do not finish. Mm-hmm. Restart a book three times over the course of six months. <laughs> okay. Or experience a book so intense you get a book hangover. Mm, this is a good one. Thank you. Mm. Okay. Um, kill picking up a book three times in six months. Um, I feel like I do that all the time. <laughs> um, fuck book hangover. And marry DNF because I'm a DNF bitch. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love what it. What would you do? I would kill DNF. Yeah, fair. Masochist. Yeah. I would fuck restart because I've done it. And I would marry book hangover every time. I that like meant I read a hangovers. Book. I know, but that meant I read a good book. I would rather read a good book than like, you know what I mean? True. True. I think I like a book hangover like the first day or two, but like for me, sometimes a book hangover can turn into like a slump and yeah. then I don't like the slump part, but like a good book hangover is like, it is really good. Like, I feel like I got a book hangover after tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, which we'll talk more about next episode, but I do love that feeling. Ah, so good. But, um, yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good little, little thing. We were, we're getting better at this. Yes. I <laughs> like it. And I liked not being able to see them beforehand. That was fun. Yes. We were very clever with our whiteout. <laughs> yes. And then oh. neither one of us cheated. <laughs> I know. I w- and, not, and I did accidentally, like I made sure you were away, mm-hmm. away from it all. So I was like, we got this. But um, speaking of book hangovers or potential book hangovers, do you want to go into our next little ditty? Um where we talk about some releases that are coming this summer, 2023, that we're looking forward to. Um, just for full disclosure, in the publishing world, summer season is from May until August. That is when those releases are considered summer. So my first book, I think, is one we're both looking forward to. It's called The Late Americans by Brandon Taylor. He also did Real Life, um, which was his debut novel, which was amazing. And then um, Filthy Animals, which was a short story collection that he did after that. So I'm really excited for his new one. And it is about, um, like he writes from his experience as like a graduate student in the Midwest. So this is also about that. Um, It's about like a group of friends and sometimes lavas um, in like, uh, like Iowa city writing program. So um, I, it, it doesn't give much detail about what it is, but it's basically all like interpersonal drama and like sex and friendship and um, like student, like it's kind of like, 
campus novel, but not really because it's grad students. So I don't know. I always just really love his stories and his writing on a sentence level is beautiful. So that comes out in May. So not too far off now. Nice. I'm excited. I think that's going to be one of our future books to read for the pod. Um, So my first book is the book that wouldn't burn. It's apparently part of the library trilogy, which I'm pretty sure this is the first one. It's by Mark Lawrence. So um, it's about two strangers that are connected by like a mystery library that like has like secrets and wonders. And um, it's about like different, I don't want to, I don't know if it's two different time zones, but I'm just going to read a little bit. It's like the boy has lived his whole life trapped within a book choke chamber older than empires and larger than cities. The girl has spent hers in a tidy settlement outside on the capitalized dust where nightmares stalk and no one goes. The world has never noticed them and this is about to change and their stories kind of like spiral around each other. It sounds kind of mystical, which I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's about libraries, which is okay in my book. (laughs) Ha ha, pun intended. (laughs) Um, But that comes out in May as well. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Nice. That one sounds really good. You have to let me know how it is. Um, okay, my next one is a nonfiction book, um, and I'm really excited about it. It's called Unlikable Female Characters, The Women Pop Culture Wants You to Hate by Anna Bogutskaya. I probably butchered that last name. Apologies, Anna. Um, but it's basically just kind of looking at women in pop culture that have upended like traditional feminine roles. So the examples that it gives are Regina George from Mean Girls, Skylar White from Breaking Bad and Fleabag. Um, So I'm I love all of those characters and I'm really excited to see um, what other characters are in there and what the author says about them. It just seems like right up our alley. Yeah. If if you end up getting it, I'm going to borrow that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. It's out in May. It's May 9th. So it's like right around the corner. Mm, Don't don't say that. I have too much I need to do before the summer hits. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So, okay, wait, my next one is the where the where echoes die by Courtney Gold. Um, So it's about two sisters who travel to an isolated Arizona town to investigate its connection to their mother's death. But they uncover more than they bargained for in this supernatural thriller. Um, She's also the author of The Dead in the Dark. So I'm basically just going to leave it at that because that's kind of what hooked me in. I kind of like the idea of a supernatural thriller because um, I don't really enjoy thriller thrillers as much because they're very predictable in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just me as a reader. Um, So I like the supernatural elements when it's like something's out there that they can't explain and like it's more than just a jump scare. So that's coming out in June, 2023. Nice. So my next one, my last one is uh, Crook Manifesto by Colson Whitehead, which um, is a sequel to his book that came out last year, Harlem Shuffle. And we have, my roommate and I have Harlem Shuffle, but I haven't read it. And so this is going to motivate me to read it so that I can read the sequel when it comes out in July. I fucking love Colson Whitehead and 
I want to read everything he's ever written. He's such a good writer. Um, so I'm kind of surprised that I haven't read Harlem Shuffle yet, but it's like a book set in New York in the seventies, like art scene. And so um, I'm into it. Say less. <laughs> um, I'm there. So that one comes out in mid July. So I've got some time to read the first one. Yeah. I also have not read it, but it's on my shelf. <laughs> so you're in good company. <laughs> yes. Um, but my next book that I'm looking to read is, I also did four, so I'm going to have an extra bonus one. Sorry. Um, I get ambitious, guys. So um, The Beast You Are by Paul Tremblay. So this is like a horror author. Mm. I read um, one of his other books. The name is escaping me right now, but I will include it in the show notes. Um, but it's basically a collection of stories um that are horror-esque so it's like there's one called in the dead thing where a middle schooler struggles to deal with the aftermath of her parents substance addictions and split and one day her little brother claims he found a shoebox with the dead thing quotes inside he won't show it to her and he won't let the box out of his sight um, and then there's another story called In the Last Conversation, where a person wakes in a sterile white room and begins to receive instructions via intercom from a woman named Anne. When they are finally allowed to leave the room and complete a task, what they find is shocking as it is heartbreaking. So what I like about Paul Tremblay is that he takes very serious and like normal-esque um, circumstances and he adds the horror element to it. So he does it really well. I I've never really read horror until I read his book. Like la I read it last year, and it was a book from like the two thousands. Um, and I was blown away by how intensely good it was, and how much I enjoyed it. Which I thought I'm a scaredy cat, so I was like, <laughs> "Wow, I can handle this! All right, let's go." Um, so that's coming out in July, and then my bonus pick is. Family Lore by Elizabeth Acevedo. So um, she's a talented author and um, I'm looking forward to her next book. I can't remember which book of hers I've read recently, but that's just because it's been a long day. Um, but <laughs> it's about Floor has a gift. She can predict to this day when someone will die. So when she decides she wants a living wake, a party to bring her family and community together. Her sisters are really surprised and they're like questioning whether Floor has foreseen her own death or someone else's. Does she have motives? She refuses to tell them. And it uh there's three sisters in total. So I think we can tell that I've got a definitely a supernatural vibe to all of my books. Yeah. I love shooting. that. Um that was not intentional. I don't know if it's just because I've been reading a lot more fantasy lately, but um, that one comes out in August of 23. So um, 2023. So those are definitely some really good books to write down for TBR. And uh, we'll say we'll read them and then probably panic and never do. No, I'm kidding. We'll, we'll read them late. <laughs> we'll read them late. I'm not very good at, I read about one to two books that are released current um, within the year that they're released. And that is actually more than I've ever done in my life. It only started a couple years ago since I started hanging out with you, actually. 
because uh you read a lot of contemporary and you would talk to me about it and I'd be like mm-hmm. I don't know I've heard of it never mm-hmm. I'm stuck in the 1800s with Tolstoy what do you want from me <laughs> so you're welcome <laughs> this is our uh, cute little attempt to get more up with the contemporary kids you know <laughs> all right with well. the youths <laughs> you <laughs> street youths street youths <laughs> um but anyway uh speaking of street youths do you do you, do you want to wrap this up i don't know what i don't know yeah sure i wasn't even gonna try to stretch that one um but yeah do you, do you is there anything else you wanted to add that we haven't chatted about um i don't think so i think we can just say that um, the next episode will be our book club episode talking about tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And I'm going to try before we record in the next couple of weeks to reread it. Um, I've already read it twice, but I just, I love it so much and we'll talk more about it, but um, hopefully I can read it once more before we dive into it. You're nuts. Um, I know. <laughs> I mean, I love the ambition, but whatever so um, try i know well that just means that uh you really enjoyed it and you're gonna have a lot to say on the mm-hmm. podcast so we're gonna hear mostly your voice um because <laughs> i'm getting tired of hearing my own voice a lot i think i talk too much um eh, whatever there's only like five listeners so they seem to like it um should i lead us out lead us out Be sure to follow more of our bookish antics on our bookstagrams at there's ink on my hands, all one word, and grapes underscore of underscore ash. Share Razzle Frat with friends, lovers, even enemies. Share the wealth of this gem of a pod and feel free to leave a review or comment in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, check out our podcast Instagram at Razzle Frat Pod, all one word. Come for the books, stay for the coffee-fueled conversation. And now we shall bid adieu to you. That's Razzle Frat.